Yes! Let's do this. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claims Show. I'm your host, Vince Perry, licensed and certified public adjuster in the wonderful, beautiful state of Florida. And today I want to talk about a subject that is very, very common in our industry. I mean, it is, it is, it is quite common. It's probably, probably the most discussed subject in regards to the insurance claims process that is probably talked about. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty intense and it is known as the appraisal process. Ah, uh, yes, the appraisal process. Most of these videos you can see are geared towards people who are just starting out. So those of you who are just starting out, you are going to absolutely love this video. Um, those of you who have been doing this for a while, you're just going to be probably sitting there nodding your head. Um, so what is the appraisal process? Let's start with that. The appraisal process is basically, it's something in the insurance policy where if the insured does not agree with the amount that was paid by the insurance company, you have the right to dispute that. And you dispute that in what's known as the appraisal. Uh, the appraisal, uh, it's different in most states. So the struggle that we've got here in Florida right now, I'll tell you, is, is just agreeing to go to appraisal. I mean, now, in most policies, both sides have to agree. Before, and I mean before, just as, just as little as a year or two ago, once one side um, uh, exercised their right to go to appraisal, the other side had no choice but to agree and to respond. Now they want both sides to agree. So sometimes you send out your appraisal to the man and they don't want to do it. And then there's other ways that we can we could sort of go from there. But if you do end up in appraisal, if there is a payment that's made and you don't agree with the amount because you put together an estimate as the PA, that's much more, well, you uh, you have the right to take that thing to appraisal. Um, so what happens in appraisal? So I'd also like to get into, there are some insurance companies and I know there are some states where the PA is not allowed to be the appraiser. That's something that we can get into also. Um, that's something that we can get into right now, I guess. So. What you would need to do is, frankly, you need to have a separate contract from a PA contract to an appraisal appraiser contract. Now, there is no license, there is no certification to become an appraiser. So don't think that your public adjuster license doesn't allow you to be an appraiser. But it, it absolutely does. Anybody can be an appraiser. Anybody, anybody walking on the street can be the de designated appraiser for uh, the homeowner or for the, the, for the policyholder's claim. But obviously, as a policyholder, you want an appraiser who knows what they're doing representing you. So that's obviously it. But it could be a general contractor, it could be a roofer, and it could be a PA or any other kind of adjuster that can be the appraiser. So just know that. But a lot of insurance companies, and I know just in the in the in the um, Facebook forums, I know there are some states that do not allow. Hold, please. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. It's it's this industry. It's, it just uh, you get a lot of phone calls, and one of my rules is you always answer your phone. So that was just uh, that was a contractor. So uh, I believe I was in the uh, different in the different um, 
the different contracts. So what happens is with the appraisal, they try to tell you that the appraiser is different than the adjuster and the appraiser needs to be quote unquote disinterested, which basically means the, uh, the adjuster or the, the public adjuster, or either side adjuster should have no interest in the actual claim before becoming the appraiser or have no interest in the amount that gets paid. So being that public adjusters are paid a percentage of what is paid out in the claim, a lot of insurance companies in Florida, State Farm to be specific, and in other states it's like this with every insurance company, is basically if you're charging a percentage, you, have, you are an interested party. You are basically just like the homeowner, I guess, in a way where you're getting paid based on how much is paid out. It's stupid. Okay, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense, in my opinion. There's a lot of reasons why I guess that they do that, but I mean, I don't know. So anyway, so you need to make sure that if you're going to be the appraiser in one of these policies that need or must have a disinterested appraiser, you need to charge hourly. You need to charge hourly and you can't charge a percentage. And the hourly, it could random anywhere from, I don't know, $100 to $300 an hour, I guess based on your experience and how much you've been doing it. Um, so, so yeah, so be, just be conscious of that. If it's, if you are in a state where the, the appraiser must be disinterested and you're getting into that claim and you're signing it up, you need to sign it on an hourly basis. You need to have two different contracts, a public adjuster contract and an appraiser contract. I don't have my appraiser contract here, but I believe I charge anywhere from two to 250, 200 to $250 an hour. So, um, I've been doing this for a long time though. So we're getting top dollar, but anyway, so just be aware of that. If you live in Florida and you're watching this state farm is basically as of now, the only insurance company that the appraiser must be disinterested. So not can't really charge a percentage. Um, but like I said, other states, they do that. I don't know which ones, but I just know from the Facebook forums, Facebook groups, there are people that they, they do this, they have to have. So I've actually, thank you to the Facebook groups. I know some of the people there and they have actually helped me uh, put together the appraisal contract, which is charging per hour. So. That's pretty cool. Um, let's continue. So when you go to the appraisal, so you don't agree with the amount that they paid. You need to get an estimate together. You need to get the, an estimate together ASAP. You need to know how much more you're trying to get. Uh, once you get your estimate together, I like to draft a letter. It's an appraisal demand. It's just an appraisal letter. It's just a basic, basic letter um, that basically states a couple of things here. Uh, let me Let me find it for you guys if you don't mind waiting a quick little minute appraisal request letter all right it's coming up now so the uh, basically what the letter says is please be advised that since there's not an agreement on the amount of the necessary repairs for this loss the insured has chosen to invoke the appraisal provision in the policy to include coverage a through coverage d as you are aware each party will choose a competent appraiser after receiving a written request from the other. The two appraisers will choose an umpire. They will submit their differences to the umpire if they fail to agree. Please have your appraiser contact me within 20 days of receipt of this letter so that we may start the process. And then I put my contact information. I'll leave a copy of that. I'll leave a copy of that uh, inside of the description. So that's it. I just send that out. They've got 20 days to respond. If they don't respond within 20 days. They open themselves up for a lawsuit. They know that. We know that if they request an appraiser from us, it's the same thing. So they've got 20 days to respond to that letter. And that's basically it. I mean, I, I follow up every week. I follow up. If I haven't heard anything a week, 
follow up, say, hey, what's going on? Follow up again, because my goal is to go to appraisal. That's what I wanna do. I wanna to try to settle this thing once and for all. Um, I know a lot of public adjusters, it's not something that I agree with. I know a lot of public adjusters that go straight to litigation, that they'll, they'll file a lawsuit. But what happens in a lawsuit, I know I've had lawsuits that didn't go to appraisal. And what happens in a lawsuit is you just end up in appraisal anyway. It could be six months down the road or a year down the road and you, you're just in appraisal anyway, which is maybe something you could have saved maybe six months to a year if you would have just followed the appraisal from the beginning. So uh, I would get in the habit New, new public adjusters of filing that appraisal, filing that appraisal if you guys don't agree on the amount. Um, in the case that, I'm all over the place today so bear with me. In the case that they don't agree to your appraisal, because like I said, now in Florida a lot of the policies both sides have to agree and they reject your appraisal request, well then, depending on how far you're off, I'm gonna suggest you either go to mediation or you file a lawsuit. If you're close, might recommend to go to mediation. If you're super far apart, and like just you don't think it's gonna happen to mediation, then you might recommend to the client that maybe filing a lawsuit's the best way to go. But, you know, I mean, you know, it, a lot of it depends on how the policy is read, guys. So don't hold me to everything that I'm saying here in this particular part because you might have no choice but to go to mediation too. All the policies are a little bit different, so beware. Some 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 policies require you to, to go to mediation, so it, it all varies. But anyway, you send that letter out, you wait for the response. Who's going to respond to you? Chances are it's going to be the office of the appraiser or the appraiser themselves, and the goal is to get a, an umpire list. Before you schedule the inspection, you need to choose an umpire, you need to agree on an umpire. And you should have your own list. Get your own list. Go to the Facebook forums, go to the Facebook groups, uh, contact me, and I could share with you some of the people on my list, okay? You've got your good umpires who are fair, and you've got your umpires who are in the pockets of the insurance company. You umpires, you know who you are. Uh, I hate to say it, but I like to think that most people are fair and they're gonna be down the middle, but at the end of the day, you wanna make sure that you have fair, competent umpires just in case that you do not agree with the amount that you and the appraiser come up with or that the appraiser comes up with. So usually the appraiser for the insurance side sends their umpire list first and you look it over if you agree to somebody and then you, if you don't agree to anybody, you could send them your list or vice versa. It doesn't matter. Share your list. Pick somebody that you guys could both agree with. Um, to you new adjusters, you wanna join these Facebook forums, these Facebook groups. You wanna join, in Florida we have FAPIA, which is an organization of public adjusters. Uh, and you wanna attend different insurance adjuster conventions and stuff like that. That's where you'll get a chance to meet a lot of the umpires and maybe you could just become friendly with them. And you wanna have, you wanna have people that you are sort of like-minded with, uh, that like I said, that are fair, that are, are at least going to really listen to your side, give you not the benefit of the doubt, but just you know really listen to what you're arguing uh, you don't want to go to, you don't want to disagree with the appraiser, get to the umpire inspection, and then the umpire just spanks you up. That's not what you want. So you want to try to meet umpires, but like I said, the other thing you can do is, is try to piggyback off some experienced public adjusters, and they could just sort of help you and tell you what some of their some of the people on their list is, list are, and who is fair and stuff. So uh, I'll be glad to help you, you out with that if you need some help with that. I'm in Florida, nowhere else. So um, so there's that. You wanna make sure you pick a nice umpire and then you schedule the appraisal. 
and then you're good to go. You go out to the appraisal and frankly the appraisal is basically exactly like the initial inspection. And just like I've said in the initial inspection, you want to be prepared. You want to have your estimate ready. You want to have your arguments prepared. There are going to be a ton of things that were in the initial estimate that are not in that there are in the initial insurance company's estimate that we're not paid for. You need to make sure that you get everything in there. You need to have an argument for every single line item on your list. There may be some things that you are willing to concede to. Hopefully you meet an umpire who, or an appraiser who's fair and says, okay, if you're conceding to this, maybe we'll agree to this. But yeah, you can go back and forth. But the appraisal, and just like the initial inspection, the appraisal inspection, they're just gonna put together an estimate. And they're gonna put together an estimate of everything. They're gonna know what was paid for before. They're gonna know what what you're claiming and they're going to know obviously what their number is once they put it together they're going to present it to you and hopefully it's a number that you're okay with but you need to present your arguments right off the bat especially those line items that were not at all included in the initial estimate made by the insurance company because those are your biggest differences so make sure you have your arguments prepared uh, whatever that may be uh, it could be the different kinds of shingles on the roof it could be underlayment it could be subflooring uh, plywood sheathing um, it could be all kinds of things you also want to have all your experts in place and experts ready if you've got an argument for replacement of a roof and you never presented them maybe with an engineering report or a roofing report you want to bring that to their attention because you're arguing thousands upon thousands of dollars here where if the insurance company initially only put to repair a portion of the roof and you've got some real professional opinions here, advice or, or, or expert witness opinions, I'm sorry, engineers, roofers, whoever saying that it does need to be replaced, you need to present that to the appraiser upon inspection because that's what's going to get you the whole thing. Um, continuous tile floor, drain lines, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You need to try to get everything in order, okay? You need to be prepared. You need to have everything ready to go when you get to that appraisal inspection because, you know, sometimes it's good to go to the umpire, but, you know, sometimes it's better just to agree with the appraiser. Obviously, the umpire does come at a price. You split it between you and the insurance company. And over here, it varies. It's usually like around $2,500 or $3,000 divided in half. So that's a good $1,200 to $1,500 that's coming out of the insurance company's award if you decide to go to the umpire. If you're not prepared and you don't present everything, all the facts up to the appraiser, appraiser right there, chances are you're not going to get what you want from the appraiser. And it's just going to be, it's going to look stupid if all of a sudden you start I guess uh, uh, coming up with all of these arguments upon the appraisal, upon the umpire inspection when you didn't even present these to the appraiser. So you got to have everything ready to go. It's very important. Get all your experts lined up. Get everybody lined up, ready to go and present it to that appraisal because one thing I was going to mention later, once that award is signed and finished, that's it. There's no getting any more money. I mean, there may be some other thing. I was, I've been able to get mold after an appraisal uh, was settled. I've been able to get several things that was just either forgotten or just uh, it was missed during the appraisal process, ALE and some stuff. But for the most part, that's it. Once the appraisal, appraisal award is signed, that claim is finished and that claim is over. So make sure that you present everything and have everything ready to go. Um, that's the risk of going to appraisal, right? Is once the umpire signs that award, the appraiser signs that award, that's it. There's nothing else that you can do. So just make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row and you're like ready to go. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean... I was kind of distracted by a phone call. My apologies for that. 
I can't think of anything else. I kind of that's kind of everything. So we've got the struggle of just going to appraisal nowadays. They're making it a little bit harder because both sides have to agree. Um, I told you there you could either file a lawsuit or go to mediation from there. Uh, you need to be prepared. That's probably the most important thing when it comes to an appraisal is being prepared. Uh, know your umpires. Have a good solid list of umpires. Go to the Facebook forums and groups. Go to some conventions and stuff and meet uh, umpires. Umpires want your work because they want to be on your list. Okay, they want to be on the insurance company's list, but they want to be on your list also. Uh, a lot of the appraisers that you're gonna meet, they do umpire work as well. So, you know, I don't know, just be friendly, okay? I always say be friendly. Don't ever, ever start with a combative, uh, combative way. Just try to be friendly with everybody and you never know. Hopefully you develop some good relationships with these people, which is very important in getting, in getting what we want and getting the settlements that our, our clients, that we feel our clients deserve. Uh, so get to know the umpires, get a good list, contact me, you contact other experienced public adjusters who've already got their list set up and, and that's it and be prepared. Okay, and when you get to that umpire, so I guess, no, I guess, so if you, so the appraiser will send you back the estimate, uh, you'll review it, and there might be some negotiating that you can do too. Obviously, there might be some stuff that he didn't include in his estimate that you feel should be in there, so you need to let him know that, and hopefully you can settle it right there. If you can't, if you're too far apart, and it's going to be worth paying that $1,200 or $1,500 out of your client, you need to let your client know this is the best route to go. And then what happens? You go to the third and final inspection, which is going to be you, the appraiser, and the umpire, all three together. And that is a fun one. It's uh, those, are, those are cool. Uh, but like I said, if the umpire is cool and the umpire is fair, he's going to look at both. He's going to look at both arguments and he'll come up to a number that, I, uh, that usually everybody's happy with. And then how many signatures do you need? two signatures. The umpire is automatically going to be one and then either you or the other appraiser has to sign off on it. Um, I say, I'd say in my 12 year career, I've only had one, one uh, appraisal that just did not go my way. That was a shocker. Let's just say I never went with that umpire again. It was the second time I had used that umpire. He was okay the first time. Second time, he only wanted to replace one box cabinet and not all the cabinets. Can you believe that? Is that crazy? Anyway, it happens, you know, it's gonna happen to probably you, hopefully not, um, but with experience, it gets better and better. Uh, when I first started, I did not like appraisals at all because it's a lot of pressure. If you don't have a lot of construction background, it, it could be, you, a lot of the appraisers and the umpires, they're GCs and they've got all this experience for building homes and replacing roofs and all this stuff, so. It can be a very intimidating in the beginning, uh, but as you get the experience, don't be afraid to go to appraisal, okay? Just do your best, uh, get a mentor, get somebody maybe to even go out there with you. Get your experts, get that plumber, get that roofer out there to even go out there with you. Um, that's gonna help your argument a lot. And um, just do your best, that's all you can do. Don't be discouraged to go to appraisal, go for it. Go for it, go for it. It's the only way that you're gonna get better at it. And. Um, and I'm here to help too. So please subscribe, subscribe below. Uh, click that little bell just so anytime a video comes up, which is every Wednesday, you'll get an alert on when the video is there. And like the Facebook page, go to my Instagram, there's stuff all the time. Feel free to send me a message whenever you'd like. I'm here to help, I'm glad to help. And that is all, all of you have a wonderful week. Goodbye.